Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages, the baddest podcast in the land is back on the air. As always, you got to know it is, man. You know we got to get our introductions first, man. It's Mr. Slow Jam City, Slow Jam Jones, a.k.a. Mr. Fongadelic Jones in the house. <laughs> oh, man. How can I follow that up? Hey, look, it's your smooth operator. No shy day. It's Aaron Fornicetti. And please like, share, comment, subscribe wherever you're listening from. Or if you're on YouTube, you're watching from, make sure you interact with the guys. We don't bite. Come holler at your boys. Come hang with us each and every Friday. So, see, see guys, y- y- y'all see how I'm air like this with Slow Jam Jones? Ah. <laughs> Look, I like that. I like that. Slow Jam Jones. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Mr. Producer, don't be hating on me, Mr. Producer, because you mad. You you mad because I got creative. I got creative views over here. You don't. I got creativity. <laughs> you don't. Don't be over there hating talking about some Slow Jam Jones. Nah. <laughs> nah, don't hate on me. No, don't hate, appreciate. You talking about something I where I get Slow Jam Jones from. Don't worry about it. Ladies love Slow Jam Jones out here. You know what I mean? You said I want some Marvin Dick. You know what I'm saying? I have some Slow Jams. My, I got Slow Jam hour in my car all the time. You talking about I, I sweep the dance floor with, with somebody doing because of them Slow Jams. Man, I might mess around. Be a whole, get, become a whole father mess around them slow jams. Uh oh, uh oh, watch out now. <laughs> watch out now. This man got on the red. We about a week removed from Valentine's Day, but love still in the air. Ah, let me stop playing. Let me stop playing, yo. <laughs> but oh, you guys, are, you guys already know what it is. Like my man said, like, comment, subscribe. We everywhere, man. Always leave us a comment. Hit our inboxes up. You know how we get down to business. You feel me, man? But with the mean, in the meantime, we got my man, we got my man Aaron right here. We got Mr. Smooth operating himself. It's time to get into the five-minute rant. Brother, talk to him. What you got going on? All right, so, you know, a week removed from Valentine's Day, a lot of people been, you know, on a mat, quote-unquote, but... We're going to talk about a different kind of mat. You see, Bow Wow, rapper Bow Wow said after he finished his music career, he wants to get into wrestling. He wants to get into WWE. He's been making phone calls and he's been trying to get his lucha door on. So this, this is interesting. You know, it's been wrestlers who've been interacting with celebrities. You know, it's nothing new. You had the rock and roll. You had the rock and wrestling connection all the way back to the 80s. Celebrities been integrating themselves with uh, wrestling since forever. And now uh, you have Bad Bunny out here on the WWE. They're trying to get Cardi B. And now Bow Wow trying to introduce his name into that bucket. So I just I just think it's funny. Like, he said he wanted to tag team with Rey Mysterio. So I want to see that. <laughs> Everybody stop. <laughs> Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Mr. Bow Wow. Mr. Shad Moss. <laughs> Mr. Shad Moss. Listen, when you, you said when you finish your rapping, when you finish your music career, I'm not going to lie to you. You ain't had a music career since like, what, 05, 06? Yeah, you know what I mean? So what, what music career are you trying to finish? Like, when, when, that, when, that, when your music career, that music career that you so-called still have comes to an end, 
you already been dipping and dabbing into acting. You know what I mean? You was on, you was in a Madea movie. You did Fast and the Furious. I think you should go that route rather than trying to be a wrestler because I'm not going to lie to you, Shad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Shad. Mm-mm. Hell to the no. <laughs> like, hell to the no. <laughs> I think the funny thing is that somebody asked him what his Russian name will be, and he just said Bow Wow. <laughs> he was like, Bow Wow. <laughs> no change. No change. Like, can you imagine a ring announcer? Because first of all, Bow Wow only like a buck 70, maybe 185, 190. This man going to be cruising with champion. Bow Wow. Here comes Bow Wow. Like, nigga, <laughs> what? Bro, you have, your name has no, like, you have no pop. Like, yes, everybody knows you as Bow Wow, we all know you because we all was there when you grew up as little Bow Wow, but it's like... Where, where do you think expenditure going to be? The dog pound or something like that? <laughs> the, dog, the dog bone. <laughs> <laughs> Which pound <power> suplex? <laughs> Shorty like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the freshest I miss. <laughs> It's going for the first. As I feel like, we're going to like what? Put him in the headlock. The dog collar. The dog collar. Hey, yo, like, like, Shay. 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 No. Shay Miles. Look, he got a wrestling name right there. Shay Moss. You better off going with your government name, bro. You better off going with your government name. Real talk. Like, it's just certain stuff that we just can, like, like that's like saying, like, okay, when I'm done being a security guard, I want to transition into being a um, being a, a, a scuba diver. Bro, I can't even swim. Why would I want to be a scuba diver, bro? Like, why would I, like, why would I even want to transition to something? Yeah, when I'm done, I'm going to just be, a, make a, I'm going to make a career in, like, bungee jumping. What? <laughs> Some stuff you just don't do, and. Shad, I, you know what I mean? I know you got a lot. I know you got money, bro. I know you already got enough money, but just just, just learn to be an adult. Just just raise your daughter. Go do adult things. You know, no. <laughs> Wrestling, no. Don't even think about it. Hey, look, that, that's a tag team right there. Yeah, so don't, don't, don't even think about it, bro. Don't even think about it. Mm, 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 mm. Nah, but what you what you got for your five minute rant? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, somebody asked me this question the other day, and again, ask and you shall receive. So, um, a while back, you know, on my YouTube channel, I had this little mini series called Fun with Dellis Kitchen, where I show you guys and hook up struggle meals live on camera. You know. I did. Oh, I mean, you know, I made pancakes and grits and stuff like that. But I also made steakums, aka the hood ass steak and cheese sandwich that you used to get from from Murray's. You know, I mean, the little Brillo pad looking. I mean, the little flat. You know? <laughs> he said Brillo pad. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Brillo pad, but the little flat joke right there. So somebody asked me, I was like, "Yo, do you still be doing them cooking shows?" And and again, like I said, ask and you shall receive. So, I'm bringing that show back, but exclusively, again, and again, is I do a lot of, since I'm on Instagram a lot, I do a lot of work on IG, 
I'm bringing it exclusively back to Instagram on IGTV. I already brought back the first two episodes, classics. You know what I mean? So definitely that's in the works. So you guys make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Hey, who who better to do it than the hood chef? Don't you say nothing, Mr. Producer. Don't you, don't you say nothing, Mr. Producer. You got jokes. You already made fun of the jam jokes. Now nah, you trying to make fun of, well, I can't cook. I cook better than you. I do better than your mama. Do I hear a cook-off? First of all, hey, Mr. Producer, you don't want to see me. You don't want to see me with the spatula, bro. <laughs> you don't want to see me with the spatula, Mr. Producer. All right, all right, we're going to see. We're going to see. Oh, you scared now? Oh, you want to be a producer? That's cool. That's uh -oh. cool. Hey, I got nothing but time. And I ain't never space all the time. We, listen, we got a show to do. Ain't that what you get paid for? We got a show to do. Let's get down to business. <laughs> Let's get down to business. All right, so we, we got a situation we got on our hands. Apparently, I still like it, apparently, there's no more Aunt Jemima, right? She's not on the, the bottle of syrup. Gone. It's finished. Now the parent company is putting their name on the bottle of syrup because we have to fight racism. And a lot of people on social media were freaking out. They were like, all right, how am I going to go in a store and know what I'm getting? You, you look at the bottle now and it looks like a knockoff, looks like a, a something you see in a dollar store. But So what's the name of it going to be? Uh, the name of it, uh, I think it was, uh, the company name is Something Mills. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, but the whole situation is crazy because I'm looking at it and now it's going to be called Pearl Milling Company. And instead of Aunt Jemima, it's just a picture of a building. So that's what it's called. It's called Pearl Milling Company. So you still recognize the traditional red box and the letter and the text and everything, but you ain't going to see a black lady on the cover no more. So apparently we saw racism with this. <laughs> no more racist breakfast. So what, what's your opinion on the removal of such such a pivotal figure in our breakfast? I mean, I got I got some Aunt Jemima's right there in the, in the cabinet, but my only question <laughs> is, I mean, I'm dead, sir. I, I got some Aunt Jemima's in, but the only question I want to ask is why, like, for the parent company, why now? Like, why why switch Aunt Jemima now? Because of racism? Like, Aunt Jemima's been around since, like, the 40s and the 50s or the 60s. It's been around for a long ass time. And it's been around when, you know, when black people couldn't black, like, you some old blacks back in the day who couldn't even get on the face of stuff or who, who had to really take a back seat because of, you know, it wasn't, they wasn't part of the, the culture back then. They was mostly just, all right, you know, servants and stuff like this, servants and elevator people and stuff like that. But it takes, it takes almost what, 60 something years for y'all to take this black lady off a bottle of syrup. Because of racism? Is, is that what we're going here? Racism? Like, I, I think like, it's interesting because it's like, all right, this is the sound of being too woke when you just start touching things that don't need to be touched. Exactly. Like, it's like, 
you already you already made your mark. You all like you already you already then made your millions off of this company with this black lady with this black lady this black face representing your brand. You already made millions off of it. Same thing with same thing with like peanut butter, my man George Washington Carver. They don't want to give George Washington Carver his credit because and they find out that a black dude was was behind peanut butter. It's gonna be like, oh, we going to, this is a black person thing. Oh, oh, we, we can't market it because it's it's a black dude, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like, hmm, why like why why y'all y'all already made y'all millions off of it? Why y'all changing the company now? I personally, I see, I personally just don't understand stuff like this because of the simple fact that like companies, white companies, white companies too, they've been using, they've been using this in the in the this is why this is why I would say like, like companies, like companies, especially white companies, they've been using blacks to to make their millions, to make their wealth for for centuries, for generations, for decades, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Like I get it. You know what I mean? But now the issue of racism come on, you like okay, now we're gonna take them. Like now, now you, we're gonna take them off the bottle. If, if that's the case with Aunt Jemima's back, you know, Aunt Jemima's came over the time when like segregation and all that stuff, you should have took the bottle, you should have took the black lay off the bottle when it when it first came out. Not wait, when, not wait till you made trill billions and trillions of dollars off this one, off this one brand of syrup. To me, I look at it, it's too late, personally. I mean, it's a it's a it's is it a start? It's like, okay, you took you took her off the brand. You took her off the bottle, and it's like, now we go to the store. It's like, we looking like, what's this, bro? What's this called? Now, they ain't got no Aunt Jemima's in here. Like, damn, they ain't got no Aunt. Hey, y'all ain't got no Aunt Jemima's? Right, I got to get this brand right here, man. Because, mm-hmm. we again, you, we're, used to, we're used to Aunt Jemima's. You know what I mean? That's what we are accustomed to. You know what I mean? That's like that's like that's like if you eat if you eat frosted flakes, and then like say so you eat if you eat frosted flakes, you if you used to turn the tiger on the frosted flake box, then they take Tony off and they they add like a they add like a, a fox, and you sit and and you sit there looking like what what happened to, what happened to Tony? <laughs> what what happened to Tony the tiger on the on the box of frosted flakes? I, I mean, I just don't get it. But for me personally, I'm gonna swing it back to my man Aaron. This is a little too late for me. It's it's a little bit too late. You, you should have been changing the name, but that's what you want to do. But you know, you know, you know these power companies. They want to go ahead and make their money off us first, and then they then they'll throw throw us away like rag dolls. Like, okay, we're done with you. Next. Here's what I see happening right now. I would say if you're trying to make some money, you heard it here first. If you're trying to make some money, go ahead and grab all the Aunt Jemima's in the store and get ready to sell it on eBay. Because once it's not there anymore, you're going to be able to make some big bucks. Because a lot of people are going to say, okay, despite everything that's going on, despite everything you see in the news, people are going to say, all right, I have what the bottle used to look like before they changed it. Now, how much you want for it? And people will buy anything. And I do mean anything. But this whole thing is an example of virtual signaling, which is just like, okay, 
I care about it. Hey, guys, look at me. I just did a good thing, you know, and you don't really care about it. You just want to be seen in a good light. So people become too woke when it starts becoming inauthentic, when it's not even real, when it's like you care more about being seen than changing whatever needs to be changed, whether it be racism or whatever else. So when you start saying, all right, guys, we're fighting racism and you're trying to uh, paint this picture of how good you can look in front of the media, in front of other people, it's the same thing as people going on a video and giving money and stuff to homeless people. You know, it's like, if you're going to do it, just do it. You know, you don't have to make a spectacle out of it. But the whole thing about people being too woke is despite, you know, this Aunt Jemima situation, we talked about it on a previous episode with dad and uncle Ben's and other things. It's when you look too deep into things, like it doesn't make sense. Like you, you have these type of people who are like, all right, um, uh, I want to say, was it Aunt Jemima? I'm trying to say, I think it was Aunt Jemima. When I was talking to someone and I said, they look like Aunt Jemima, someone said, oh, that's anti-Black. And that's a part of the establishment of this, that, and the third. I was like, it's not that deep. They really did look like it. And people becoming too woke starts to become an annoying at a certain point because it's like, you suck the fun out of everything, right? Like if I said, you know, like if you brought up the old name, the Redskins, right? That which mm-hmm. sends shockwaves through the internet. They're the Washington football team now. Don't ever speak that name again. It's like, it's, it's not that deep. Once upon a time, they were called the Redskins. You know, everything doesn't have to be a fight. Everything doesn't have to be a battle. See things for what they are instead of trying to, you know, oh, I'm going to enlighten you on the truth of the matter of this, that, and the third. I'm like, look, sit your whole self down. <laughs> Calm down. It's not that deep. Now, unlike unlike a lot of people when it comes to, like, being fake woke and these things, like, the thing of that nature, like, I'm glad you brought that Redskin thing up, too. If you have an argument, if you have an argument with me because I mistakenly say the Washington Redskins, and you be like, no. I'm like, first of all, I'm be like, I'm like, first of all, hold on, bro. You got too much dip in your chip. You got too much dip on your chip, bro. Like, you remember, like, I when I was growing up, they was called what? The Washington Redskins. When you walk around, when I walk, when I see people walk around with Washington and Pearl, do they have Washington football gear? No, they have their old Washington Redskin gear. Okay, so it's not it's not so much of it's not so much of you be like, hey, no, they stole the name. It's about time they changed. At the end of the day, there, there was always there was always like you can call them Washington football team. That's fine, but the area always going to know them as the Washington Redskins. Now. With that being said, being fake woke, understand this. Like, yes, I understand we live in a time, we live in a very, very sensitive time now. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even say the wrong things now without getting canceled, without people coming at your neck and all that stuff. I can tell you like this. I paid my dues to be controversial. So if you want to come for my neck, by all means, knock yourself out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do, I do this for a living. But it's a time and a place to be woke. You know what I mean? It's a it's a time and a place to be woke. 
No, it's a it's a time and a place to be an activism to be an active uh, activism and all this. It's, it's it's a time and a place for that. You know what I mean? Do I consider myself? Uh, do I consider myself more as activist than Black Lives Matter? Of course, because I don't just come around when shit hit the fan. I mean, excuse my language, but when things hit the fan, I don't just be like, all right, now I want to step in. And black people, and this, this we didn't stand up for just no. I speak this stuff all day, every day. You know what I mean? I speak this stuff all the time. You know what I mean? Like, like when they was at the job, when they was at the job talking about we don't need black history month. I was like, oh, 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 for a second, oh, for a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, for a second, oh, you, you got too much dip on your chip as well. And he's trying to explain to me why we don't need black history. You you know what I mean you you telling the black person you got non you got non-black you telling the black person that we don't need we don't need black history in this world. I went, oh, 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 oh now. Oh. I'ma always speak up for my culture now. 100 percent Like I do it for my culture. I do it, you know, this you do it for. At the same time, I'm still a regular person. I just know when it's a time and a place, like when I see certain stuff, I'll be like, like when I see certain stuff, like I sit back and just be like, mm. I said, mm. I said, man, I said, you, I said, you don't see black people doing that. And, and you know, how, you know, how, you know how much grief I get when I say that. I'd be like, man, I'd be like, man, that's some, that's some white people stuff right there. Or I'd be like, you don't see black people doing that. They'd be like, what do you mean? Oh, why does that have to be about race thing? Let me stop you right there again. Like, let, let me stop you right there. Like, all, like all these. All these, all these shootings that go on, all these shootings, these, these school shootings, all this stuff going, this stuff is sad. But who's doing it? And then, then when I, then when I say like, man, you don't see black people going shooting up malls and stuff like that. Why are you getting offended? Why, like, why are you getting, why are you getting offended? I'm being real. Why are you, why are you getting offended? Because you know what? It's the truth. That's the only thing. That's the only thing about being black. That's the only thing about being African American. When we start speaking our mind and start speaking the truth, we become what? Public enemy number one. They're like, oh, here come black people talking. Ah, oh, no, ah, oh. ah, oh, dig with them, dig with them dudes on, the, on that, that basement podcast. Oh, they're speaking that stuff again. Ah, oh. ah, oh, no, oh, we don't agree with this. That's cool. That's fine. You know, man, but. To like like my man Aaron Point, don't you don't gotta suck the fun out of it. Like, yeah, you won't get the jokes. You know what I mean? You 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 can get the jokes. Me and Angel, hey man, yeah, we got them out of here. We got them out of here just like the Redskins got their name out of here. You know what I mean? It could be little jokes like that. They're like, that's a very sensitive matter. You don't shut your sensitive ass up. Everything is so sensitive. I, I just don't understand that. And the problem with being too woke, again, is like when you start touching things that you don't need to be touched, whether it's John Le- whether it's John Legend uh, changing baby is cold outside because it seemed like rape music or something like that, according to their words. Uh, or you have, uh, what happened? They took Donald Trump apparently out of Home Alone too. Is that the one where they went to New York? Uh, home alone yeah. too yeah yeah and it's stuff like that we start changing names and changing this and changing that changing things that happened in the past 
when you should just let it be, learn from it and move on. You don't need to start touching everything. If it exists right now, right? And if it's in the present moment, then you can say, all right, this is bad. We acknowledge it. If we can change it, let's change it and then move on. But if it's in the past, don't touch it. Let it be a learning lesson. Let it be a stepping stone to become better. You don't need to start touching everything. And because we live in such a sensitive society now, jokes, uh, comedy is becoming threatened because you can't even say anything without somebody getting offended. Like it's so many uh, comedians who like Bernie Mac and other people who wouldn't even make it, right? If they started com- if they started comedy around this time because they'd be canceled, they'd be blackballed, they'd be blacklisted. And it's just like, that's what happens when you're fake woke. That's what happens when you're too woke. When you're too woke, you start not to make sense. That's so, that's the problem. So to all my fake woke, to all my media people, everybody that's now going back, dipping in the past, like like my man Aaron said that uh, they took Trump out of uh, Home Alone 2. I didn't even know that, but Home Alone 2 came out so long ago. Like why why reach why reach that far and be like, okay, we're gonna edit out him, we're gonna edit him out. I'm like, dog, it's a movie. It's a movie. Like that, like that movie came out in the 90s. You know, man. Like, like Rick Ross, Rick Ross had two songs. You know what I mean? Rick Ross had two songs when he mentioned it, when he mentioned Trump. You, what you gonna go back? Like, hey, Ross, I need you to like take that that song off the album. The woke police gonna get him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his line is just saying, he said, I'm glad Donald Trump became the president. Because we gotta learn how to like uh he said we gotta learn how to build like learn how to destroy before we ever something like that though. You know what I mean? Something along that line, I don't remember the song though, but the fact that he said, I'm glad Donald Trump became the president. Which I gonna go blackball. Which I gonna go blackball uh, uh, Rick Rose and be like, hey, Ross, we don't, we don't like that, bro. We don't like that. Like, they, 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 they gonna cancel him. Ooh. Even, matter of fact, if, if you wanna take, you, you can take it further back, because even like I said, old school rap dude like myself, you can take it further back. You can take it back to the OGs, UGK. I think it was on pocket, uh, pocket full of stones. Bun B said he said he said it himself. He said he said F black. He said F black. Call me Black Trump. What you gonna make him go back and be like, hey, bro, you need to take you you need to take that off. You, you need to change that line, bro. That song came out. That song came out like twenty years ago. Why does it even matter at this point? Yeah, like oh, uh, like Mac Miller made a whole song about Trump. What? I mean, R.P. to Mac Miller, but what you going to say? You want to be like, all right, we, we go on to blacklist this song. No. Like, I remember, I remember um, um, Big Sean, Big Sean came out with a song for, I think it was Madden, was it Madden for Madden 20 or Madden 19, where he had, he said a line about Colin Kaepernick and they blocked that jump. Like, why is it that deep with y'all? Hey, hey, we can't speak that name on this game, yo. We can't we can't speak that. Like what why is stuff like that that serious though? You know, it's like why is the stuff that serious? It's it's a football game. Colin Kaepernick played football. So he can't he can't mention Colin Kaepernick playing football. Uh, he, oh, you know, no, nah, he took a kneel doing that. He took a kneel doing the, the national anthem. I don't, I don't think we, we we can't we can't speak his name around here. What? 
But yet, but yet on the on the new man, y'all put Colin Kaepernick back on the game though. I mean, like, I mean, like, dang. That's the like, hypocrisy. Like, you, you, you're trying to dip through. You're trying to dip through culture. You're trying to go back and and you really like nitpick just to see what's going on. Like, like the the, the woke police when it like when blurred lines came out by Robin Thicke. The course, the course. Like you read that deep into the course. I get it when Rick Ross came out when they came out with the. Uh, to put a put a pill in, put when he said you didn't even know it when that song came out. Oh yeah, out, put Molly all in the drink. Yeah, when that song came out, I said, "All right, Ross, you that's kind of blatant. Like you yeah. kind of like saying it like directly. You kind of saying it, but when you got when you got Robin Thicke, you know what I mean, on blurred lines on so I know you want it. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody's like, "Oh, I don't know about that. You talking about blurred lines? I think he might be drugging girls." Like. Why are you reading that? Reading so much into the lyrics, like why? So it's not like now you now you got rappers and singers in the studio over there. Like I can't even say that because they gonna think I'm talking about raping. They think I'm drugging and raping people. I can't say that. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that. You you got rappers and that don't struggle now because they like man. If I say that, I'm not gonna airplay. I can't say that. I can't say like it's like come on. It's like come on, guys. Like I I get it, but. All this fake woke and all this fake conscious and all this, all this stuff right here is like, bro. If you're gonna be woke, be woke. Don't try to be woke when it's convenient. Don't try to be woke when it's, when it's like when you when you feel like it's time to be woke. No, be woke at the right time, the right place. Until then, live life and shut your asses up. Jesus Christ, like have some fun. Loosen up a little bit. It's 2021. We're in the Definitely. middle of a pandemic, and you still got you still in good you still in good health. You know what I mean? We still rocking and rolling. Hey, this podcast is still going. I mean, we got a lot of things to look forward to, man. It's, it's people out here that's 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 that's, that's they they lost their job and stuff like that. But still, you still on this earth. You still smiling at the end of the day, man. Like God got you. You know what I mean? Like just because it looked bad now, don't mean you're not gonna turn around, bro. But I'm not gonna preach on it. I'm not gonna preach on Earn. Talk to him, brother. Talk to him. All I gotta say is, it's the point where comedy, freedom, freedom of speech is going to be extinct because we went from walking a fine line to walking on eggshells, and now we're playing the game of Minesweeper. And if any kids who grew up on Minesweeper knows what Minesweeper is, of course you would know. You grew up on it, but it's not a game. <laughs> that we knew how to win successfully. And that's exactly where it's like, you know, you say one wrong thing and the whole board goes bad. You make one wrong move and everybody's saying this, that, and the third about you. So for be people being fake woke, all I would say, you know, for us, hey, look, we love controversy. We love speaking our mind. And I'm not someone who's going to apologize and bow down to PC culture or what's right. I'm going to say whatever I feel. If it offends you, oh, well, boo-hoo. Be like Justin Timberlake, cry me a river, <laughs> you know? But that's, that's that's all I got for that, you know? Two, two things before we move on. Two things. For how we got freedom of speech and we can't even exercise our freedom of speech. I don't understand that part. Let me ask you a question directly, though. Because you, you, you mentioned it, I say it all the time, that word controversy. Do you think controversy? Do you do you think do you think controversy is good for the world? 
Do you think it's good for the world sometimes or all the time? Do you think controversy, do, do you think the world needs controversy? I think controversy creates conversation. Mm-hmm. But the way we're hitting now, uh, controversy is going to create, you know, problems. It's going to create excommunication, which is they're going to shun you from society if you don't say anything that they want you to say. So I believe when it comes to controversy, it takes bravery to be controversial. So it's definitely needed. But my, my, so my next question is, why is that though? You know what I mean? Why is it that when you speak your mind now, you, 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 you getting so much criticism, you getting so much backlash and stuff like that. Why, why is it that, like you said, we get shunned from the world, the world trying to like, uh, cancel you out, blackball you. Like, why is it that? Why is it that a little bit of controversy? Why is it that a smidge of controversy, a little controversy, it hurts people rather than saying like, "All right, maybe like, okay, my eyes is open, huh?" Why, like, why, why, why is it? Why is it about? Why is the controversy always bad though? I think it's what you just said. Actually, I don't think I I know what it is. When you have a chance to influence somebody uh, and everybody wants you to think this one monolithic thought or this one uh, single thought and you have somebody who says, okay, I'm going to say this and this is what I believe. They're going to try to shut you up as much as possible. And that's stuff we see going on right now. When you have the power to influence and to have people think other than what's being told to them, and they want everybody to be on one core with one thought, they're going to say, okay, we can't have that. That can't be allowed. So that's what gets people in trouble. If you say something that goes across or goes against the grain or goes against the status quo, that's what people don't like. And that's what threatens freedom of speech. We should be able to say whatever we want without you know, being threatened for it. Man, at the end of the day, and I know we gotta move on, but I'm always like, I I get it when it comes to con- controversy, being controversial. I'd rather be controversial than commercial any day of the week. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, I right, funk, you can't can't do that. You can't say that, funk. I, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be. You know what I mean? I'd rather be authentic, a hundred percent authentic, man. Like. Instead of being some walking puppet, just be like, all right, be this guy. That's why that's why I always say that. That's why I always came out with it. And I, I did I did like a semi-episode of it on uh on just keeping the phone as well. And I was just like, like you said, going against the status quo. I was like, everything everything goes good. Like when you just quiet, you you do what you're supposed to do, you keep your head above water. I mean, you keep your head, you know, you keep your head down, you just you just going about your day, you know what I mean? They they're like, okay, whew, he's not complaining, he's not saying nothing. But the moment you start speaking up about stuff, now it's a uh, now he won all these things. Now he's saying this. Damn, he couldn't just he couldn't just he couldn't just he couldn't just shut up and work. God damn. Now what do you want? Now you get now you complain. You're working too much. You gotta cover all these hours. Uh, he's gonna be a problem. That's all one time. All it takes is one time to change the whole narrative. But it's time, it's time to change the subject, though. It's time to move on here. 
All right, speaking of being opinionated and speaking in mind, we want to speak about the internet's uh, favorite favorite uncle, we should say, the, the, the captain. We talk about Mr. KS, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> so apparently this video, this old video of one of his live chats came out where he was talking to this guy and the guy said that, you know, women should come to him and he was basically you know, saying, okay, what about you? What do you qualify for? And he gave him the list and rundown of the things women will want. So long story short, he didn't match up to any of those things. And that sent the internet on fire. This guy's just hilarious. He's really, you know, in my opinion, doing the lowest work and really exposing common sense, but in a way that makes everybody uh, aware to how the dating scene is going on. So uh, I know you you're familiar with Kevin Samuels. What is your opinion on him? Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's I, I like. I would say he's a he's a funny dude, but I will also say that that ties back into our last our last uh, topic about you know that piece about controversy because a dude like Kevin Samuels he speaks his mind. You know what I mean? He don't cut, he don't have no cut calls, he don't sugarcoat, he don't beat around the bush, he don't take you through a maze. Like he tell you point blank what it is. Like that, like that clip that I heard about the dude that was like 5'10, 285. You know what I mean? Like he he told him what it was. Yeah. He, he told him straight up what it was. And I was just like, yo, I can't even be, I can't even be mad at dude. I can't be like, come on, Kevin, don't say that. Right, like you're being like he's being brutally honest. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Some people, like you got people like myself and Aaron will look at it and be like, yo, that dude is 100% authentic. Like, that's real right there. But then, of course, you're going to have those people like, oh, well, you know, he has to be sensitive to people's feelings. No, he don't. No, he don't. He don't got to be sensitive to nobody's feelings because at the end of the day, he doesn't care about all that. And you know what I mean? To, to, a lot of to a lot of more worldwide media, they look at that as like him being like he's a, he's a bad guy. Oh, he's hurting people's feelings. He's not being sensitive. But you got people like also who probably see my looking like that's a real dude right there, boy. I, yeah, I've been watching like, his videos. <laughs> he be, hey, Kevin. <laughs> I be like you, like you, be like damn, bro. He be, hey, he but he's speaking the truth. Like he don't go on just men. He go on women. He go on all that though. He Definitely. lets you know what it is. He does not care. So for me, for Kevin, he gives my utmost respect on a whole different level. And Kevin, I know you probably not, you know, you're not familiar with our show. I know our show is, you probably haven't came across our show, but just let you know, man, keep doing what you're doing. And that's Definitely. where Mo Funkadelic Jones, man. Definitely. In my opinion, he's doing the Lord's work. He, he, he's doing a great service. And this goes back to fake woke and the woke police and people who are too woke. Because when you look at his material, you know, most of his material, uh, he talks to women a lot, but he also talks to men. And it just shows that he's speaking common sense when his whole breakdown is basically, okay, you, let's say you want a high value man or woman right? Do you have those things that a high value man or woman want? And if you don't, you need to get your act together so you can get that high value man or woman because he's destroying a whole lot of delusions people have like the guy 
who said women should come to him, but you have nothing women would want. Or it was this uh, episode where you had this woman, she was 40 years old and she had uh, two kids. And she said the next guy she gets with, she's celibate and she he would have to wait to marriage. Now that does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. So for me, looking at Kevin Samuels, uh, he he's is entertaining, but I look, I look through the comments and I notice you have a lot of men in the comments and you have a lot of women in the comments who are on one accord and saying, "Hey, I'm learning something." Where you have guys who are like saying, even though he wasn't talking to me personally, he made me want to be a better man. And you have women who say, "Oh, even though he wasn't talking to me." The way he talks to that woman, I wouldn't want him to talk to me. So that's how I'm improving. And he he basically uh, has this thing where a lot of women say, I wish I had a father figure who talked to me uh, that way. He's talking to him because when it comes to the Black community, he's basically saying, hey, I'm trying to create the bridge, bridge together. I'm trying to create marriages. I'm trying to get us back on one accord because apparently... The, the media and everything we went through has been destroyed and we don't have that black family that we have. So I'm here to destroy all the delusions. I'm here to get rid of all the problems so we can have happy black couples again. Now, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad he told the dude, you know, like I, I don't, first of all, I don't understand I don't, I don't understand that no, like me personally, I guess, you know, some, some ladies, some days, some guys would disagree with me, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, again, I'm gonna exercise my right to freedom of speech. At this point in life, I always been like this, but ladies, like ladies, be having this. Oh, I'm gonna wait till he comes speak to me. I'm not gonna go after him. Or fellas starting to get this. Man, I don't be approaching these girls. These girls be approaching me. Man, cross all that out. If you like somebody. Go for it. I don't like all this. Like, and, and again, this goes back to this also goes back to like that sense, that sensitivity, all that stupid stuff. Man, was just like, I'm scared to get rejected. You know how many times I've been rejected in life, Ern, I mean, you've been rejected in life. I'm sure you've been rejected plenty of times in life. Definitely. <laughs> so it's just like, it don't, it don't, it's not gonna hurt your confidence, it's supposed to boost your confidence. If you're so sensitive to the point where it's like, like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm, man, I guess I'm just ugly, man. I don't, like, no women want me and stuff like that. I'm going to tell you like this, man. Ladies, shoot your shot at that dude that you want. Fellas, shoot your shot at that lady that you want. Or and whatever your whatever your preference is, shoot your shot at it. God damn, like, I, I hate that. Man, I, like, women approach me or I'm not going to approach him. I, I, I'm not going to approach him. Like, like, dudes approach me. And that's why, and that's why so many people is, is lonely. So many people are like bitter because it's just like, oh, you got you guys so setting your minds like, I don't, I don't approach dudes, man. I don't, I don't approach females no more. Man, get out of here with that foolishness, man. I don't want to hear that. That I don't want to hear that boo. That's in, in the words of the great Bernie Mac. That's a bunch of boo. <laughs> yeah, I, I can speak on that because like most of my relationships, I've been approached. But I know for me, it's been times where I really like this girl enough to approach her. So for me, I'm not opposed. I don't think I'm special. You know, exactly. if I if I see somebody I really like 
and I'm looking at you and I keep looking, I'm going to find a way to try to talk to you, you know, whether I got a slide on the DMs or if I see you in person, I'm going to try to, you know, make some conversation over something small. I'm going to try to work my way to you because I'm going to let you know, hey, I'm here. I'm interested. I want to, you know, I, I want to let you know that I, I'm trying to give you what you need, right? As far as a boyfriend, as far as a future husband, if it makes it to that point, you know, as far as a future husband, just know that, hey, I did the work it takes to do my part. And hopefully, you know, you done the part to, you know, do your best as a woman and a future wife. So a lot of people, you know, talk about this woke stuff, call him uh, women's, they say he's misogynistic and he's this and that. And he's, uh, I'm trying to think of another word that they say he's misogynistic and he's uh, whatever, but he's a bad guy basically. So him being problematic is very needed. And there are questions like, I know you've said that you watch a couple of his material, a couple of his Mm -hmm. videos. And there are some questions he would ask women that are like, yo, even for me, you know, even all the times I took to, you know, learn and study, those are questions I wouldn't even answer. So for me, mentally, I'm taking notes. So that's very helpful. You know, that's, that's very helpful. And he's really doing the Lord's work, like I said earlier. And I know I know I put a, a video up, especially about because 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 this is so relevant with Kevin Samuels. I did a video where I was talking about because I, I see a lot of people that's my age, which is like the 27 and up club and stuff like that. I, I know we sound, I sound real old. But yeah. Sexist was but, the other word. Sorry. You know, what I mean? but I hear a lot of people that's in my age group say like, oh, we don't talk no more. We just we just date or we ain't going. I'm like, first of all. I and, and I had I had a part of the show, part of the segment where I was just like, I said, I said, people think people think the talking stage don't exist when you when you get older. Or it do, it's just done different. You know what I yeah. mean? Because they, they ask they ask direct questions. They don't ask, they don't ask what you like about me. You know, they, they don't ask those questions no more. They're like, yo, you, you got a job? You got you got kids? You got kids? Okay, you what's your what's your relationship with your what does the father look like? Oh, okay. Do so y'all call? You know what I mean? That's not and and of course I got I got some positive feedback about it. I got some negative feedback about it. But at the end of the day, it's stuff like that. It's like those are just basic questions. Those are just direct that's just direct and he's being very direct with, with his approach to things. So that's why I say when like it's it's all about man, as you get older, like all that sensitive stuff that y'all get y'all the the late 90s kids, the 2000s baby. The social media now, the social media era. If if being sensitive, if you are that sensitive to what somebody say, if you're calling somebody like Kevin Samuels, oh, he's a bad guy because he's talking like this, he's talking that, then you just need to be off the internet. You need to just be gone, bad moose. Because at the end of the day, people like people like like Kevin Samuels is needed. People like my man Aaron is needed. People like Funkadelic, you don't want me on social media, but at the end of the day, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here because I'm going to speak my mind, or speak my peace, regardless at the end of the day. I'm not one of the type of people like, hey, Aaron, man, what are they saying about us in the comments? Oh, I don't think we should have said that one, man. I, oh, they're going to really chew us up. On, they're going to chew us up when this episode come out. Oh, man. Yeah. No, nah, I'm just like, yo, I said it. 
we will put that joint out. And if people like it, cool. If people don't like it, it is what it is. Simple as that. So, again, stuff like that. Hey, y'all want to shoot y'all a shot? If you want to shoot your shot, somebody, ladies, slide them DMs. Fellas, slide them DMs. Or if y'all meet in person, hey, do what you got to do. I got crushed like right now. I like somebody right now. Shoot, she fine as hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every time I see her, I'll be like, damn, she look good. I, damn, I'm about to fall off the chair. But hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, unlike like, like when my Aaron said, you know, I got to do the Lord's work. You know, <laughs> yo, I do the Lord's work. Hey, look, look, look. And that's what it's a learning experience. I think everybody, you know, should watch Kevin Samuels. In my, in my honest opinion, everybody has something to learn. Everybody has something to, to work on. Even if you got the monetary, even if you got everything else to work on, maybe it's yourself that's the problem. So really dig deep into yourself and be like, all right, look at the situation like this. If I'm currently a one, I shouldn't be asking for a 10. I shouldn't be asking for a five. I should, maybe I get two or three at best. But if I want to get a five, I should be a five. If I want a 10, I got to work myself up to a 10, right? Because in his videos, you have a lot of people who are very delusional about their position in life. And we know that when it comes to guys, hey, look, I'm going to be controversial right now, but it's the truth. When it comes to guys, guys get to have about three or four different lifetimes and women don't have that experience where women, as you see on social media, uh, the Instagram models, right? And they're on social media and they're getting their beauty and they're posting themselves all over now because when they get older, it's not going to be the same story. You know, looks fade, things start sagging and they acknowledge that. So it's like, get it in now and try to find a guy now because later on it's going to be harder, especially if you think about having kids. And with guys, we don't have that issue. We don't have that, you know, combat with father time. We're not racing against time because we could be uh, 30, 40, 50, 60, you know, and women love the pepper. Women love the older men. And, you know, we can get younger women. We're able to get younger women and just be fine. But it's harder for older women to get younger men because father time isn't is against them. And it's for us in those situations. But you know, it, it's definitely something. I, I look at it as educational. I'm, I'm just saying it like that. Oh, it's definitely educational. But he, yeah. he, he got he got something that, that really struck a nerve for me, man. I, I can't imagine me being salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. I can only imagine seeing myself salt and pepper. Like. You gonna get the just you gonna get the just for men? <laughs> nope. Five easy, five easy shades. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna be out there, Joe. I'm gonna be out there, Joe, with my with my uh with my, my dress up sweater, salt and pepper, with the with the little Kango hat. <laughs> hey, hey, I already got the glasses you got him. I'll be like, Ooh. Hey, look, silk shirts. That's a silk shirt, silk polo. I'll right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, how you doing, baby girl? Right. <laughs> Right. Me and that joke was like, boy, man, we was like 40 years younger. Mm-hmm. Hey, look. Mm. I'm like, mm. I would I, I would take her to the bank. Mm. 
That's how it is. <laughs> and look, that's how it is. I, I'm not opposed to the salt and pepper, man. I, I'm not opposed to it because, you know, it's all about uh, being better. And it, it's, it's good material for people who are trying to date seriously. Seriously, like you said, you know, once you get older, you got to hit those hard hitting questions because you don't have time to be missing messing around. I mean, I know we both speak about being married and have families. Well, how do you do that? You do that by finding somebody who's as serious as you working together, finding your match and being in that position, you know, because when, when, when you when you're younger, it's just like, oh, y'all going on the vibes and the little little feelings and stuff yeah. like that. When you yeah, get older, you making when you get older, you're making an executive decision. Once if they feel like at least four out of I don't know how many questions you ask depends on the yeah. person, you make that the executive decision. Like, mm, yeah, nah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I simply look at it as like a job interview. You know, I put a job interview if you if you um apply for a job and. They send you that, unfortunately, we're not moving on with your, your application. When they send you that, that little rejection letter, that's how I feel. It's just like, no, unfortunately, we're not moving on to the second date. <laughs> yeah, that's how they should be. That, I, that's, that's a perfect example. Uh, that's how they should be. And Kevin uh, said that, you know, he said dates, you know, dating and trying to find a relationship is like having a resume. If you were to look at somebody's resume, and their resume didn't match up to the job they're trying to apply for, they're going, some some jobs won't even respond. Exactly. You know, some jobs won't even say, oh, we thank you for your time, but your services are not requested. They're not even going to say all that. They're just going to say, all right, throw it in the trash. And you have a lot of people who, uh, who are like minimum wage workers, worker type uh, resumes trying to apply for six-figure CEO type jobs, you don't have the credentials. You don't have the credibility. Work your way up. I put it like this. And I'm glad you brought that up about you got to do the grunt work first. Before yeah. you do anything, you got to do the grunt work first. I hate I hate to see people jump the line because they feel like they're, they're old or they're entitled. Well, look at me, like, look at me. All I got is, all I got, I got a degree, but no experience. When you mm-hmm. got some people who's been in the field for a, for at least eight, nine, ten years tops, you know what I mean? They got, they, they've done the work. You think, cause, oh, I got my resume. Some, and again, some people get in because they know connection, they can network and all that good stuff. But you got people who've done the grunt work, who've done the grunt work. I speak on it by myself. I speak on it. It's not me being cocky. It's just me being real. You know what I mean? At this at this point, at this point, being in security for seven years, and I'm not I'm not talking about just uniform security. I'm talking about loss. I'm did I did loss prevention. I I walked the mall. I did probably. I'm at a dispensary. That's four things off the list in a matter of a seven year span. So you can't tell me like again. I've done the grunt work. So it's not, and so is it me? Is it me being cocky saying at this point I feel like I should be a supervisor or I should be a captain in a security jump? That's not me being cocky. I didn't already did the work. I didn't already put in the work for all that. You know what I mean? Some of these, some of these people, some of these people looking at me like I'm looking at you, bro. You've done a lot of security. I've done a lot of security. Some people at the job say that's like, oh, bro, you're seasoned. Yes, I'm seasoned. You know what I mean? 
I'm extra seasoned. You know, black people throw season on it. So I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm telling season on it. But you know what I mean? So I can speak. I can speak. I got experience to do a lot of different things. When you got somebody who's never even stepped in the field, they never got their feet wet. They want to be up there with the big boys. No, I can play. I can. I can play. I can look. What man Kevin Nash say back in back in the day when he when he went to uh, WCW? This where the big boys play, huh? I can walk in that same shoe and be like, yo, so this would this would the big boys play, huh? Oh, okay. I'm with y'all. Not so, I'm not just some, well, I only been here for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I only been here for like two weeks. I I, I don't know. No, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm like, bro, I got seven years under my belt. Come holler. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm going to say, like, what I'm going to end on is if you're afraid to ask the serious questions, you're going to bite the bullet later. Gosh. You know, you, it's better to dodge the bullet than to bite. It's better to dodge the bullet than to bite the bullet, because I'm going to tell you right now, for your sake, for your sanity, you're want to get those questions out the way so you can avoid any problems that you run into. But look, look, if you're not watching Kevin Samuels, go ahead, check him out. Is recommended 10 out of 10. We both approve of it. Because if you're serious about relationships, you want to build something great, you want to not be single on Valentine's Day, <laughs> you want to get your act together, go ahead and find out what you need to work on, what you need to build, what you need to prove so you can meet your match and meet your equal match. Don't be shooting for anything you, you, you can't reach, anything that's unrealistic or unattainable. Meet your match, work your way up, and go find love. That that's why all I gotta say. Go find love. I'm gonna end it by saying this, boys. Boy, I feel good to be controversial. Boy, I tell you, boy, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good to use my freedom of speech every single week on this show. But to just cap it off, and and he said most of it though. But you know what I mean. Put the work in. Definitely. You know what I mean. Put the work in. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about with jobs, I'm talking about with relationships, like put the work in. It's like people, and it's so, it, it kills me nowadays because a lot of people don't want to put the work in. It's like everybody's just thinking like, I'm just supposed to just get everything now. Like, man, no, bro. I, I, me and Ern, you know, and I know he can speak. When I, can, I speak, I speak from an era where we had to put the work in. You had to put the work, you had to put the work in in order to get some type of credibility, you just saying like, I mean, like, like, I don't, I don't got work. I don't got work. No, bro. You got to put the work in. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't sit like, you can't sit there and say, I want to be a millionaire without, without putting the work in. Definitely. You know what I mean? Do I want to be a millionaire? Yes. Hell yeah. Just like my man Chuck Brown said, he said, I don't want to be a millionaire. I just want my proper shit. I want my proper share in life too. But at the end of the day, guess what? In order for me to get that, I got to do what? Put the work in. That's why I'm going to end it by saying, bro, put the work, put the mother work in. Right. People <laughs> won't know you exist unless you show up. So you got to show up to show people you exist. So that's, that's all we got for this week. We're going to catch you on another episode of Basement Friday. Don't worry. We'll be back next week and every week after that. It's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti. It's Mr. Fongadelic Jones, baby. And we are out. Peace. <laughs>